Happy Freedom Friday. How are you doing, ladies? I hope you're doing awesome. You may hear someone cutting grass, is what we say in the South, in the background, like a little hum. And um, surely you won't. Not with these earbuds. I changed my earbuds because my regular pod mic is super sensitive. So these are a little uh, different sound, but they're not as sensitive to the background noises because I really wanted to talk about this today. Man, I did some research and it, several of the things really blew me away. You know, I talk a lot about mindset, negative thinking, and really shifting that. And then I have a way that I teach how to do that, especially when we layer it with the truth. And the truth is God's word. So I want to share with you that I found out that not only negative thinking affects us emotionally, relationally, and how we actually do things and set goals and take action, it actually affects our physical body health as well. So listen up. This scared me a little bit, makes me want to continue down this path of growth, and I hope it inspires you. Hey sister, do you feel stuck? Do you feel like you're living each day over and over on a loop? Maybe you feel like a failure because you keep telling yourself that today will be different. You wake up each morning hoping to do better, but when the afternoon rolls around, all your promises to yourself are shot. And society screams, you deserve to have that drink, eat that piece of cake, and scroll mindlessly through social media. Hi, I'm Michelle Porterfield, certified mindset and breakthrough coach, mom of three, former daily wine drinker, excuse maker, and promise breaker. Coffee's my jam, dry shampoo is my BFF, and I am so glad you're here. I have created this community to help you walk in faith towards freedom from alcohol and other strongholds like it. Together, we will work to show you your value, your strength, and your ability to overcome. So pop in your earbuds and go for a walk, or buckle up for your commute. Girl, get ready for straight talk and the truth, because it's time to elevate your mindset, develop healthy routines, and begin to thrive alcohol-free. Before we get started, I just want to make sure, just in case you haven't heard, I have a few spots available starting this next month in April for one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. What does that look like? Well, I call it the 90-Day Freedom Project, and it's basically where you and I spend 12 weeks together. Each week, we'll be together for at least an hour face-to-face. And throughout the week, you will have goals and tools and things that you can truly work on to achieve your goals. And what does that look like for you? Are you, have you just removed alcohol and you're ready to take it to the next level? Is this something you need extra support with? Do you have some personal, uh, personal relationship goals, health goals, business goals? Like, what does this look like for you after coming through removing alcohol possibly? You know, I've met many women recently that are like, you know, I quit drinking, but then I was just stuck and I really feel like I need some support moving forward. So we'll really work on it. We'll work on the um, identify, identifying uh, the inner critic, the ways we self-sabotage ourselves. We will get control of these negative thoughts and learn how to reframe them, which is exactly what I'm talking about today in this episode. We'll really learn how to cultivate healthy growth in your relationships, get clear on your triggers. We will um, get past the fear and shame of the indecision that we've been stuck in for so long and just be empowered to make choices with clarity. 
And then, you know, for me, the huge one was getting set free from that constant mind drama around drinking. I want you to be uh, ready and able to reignite your faith and your health, get to know who you really are, and really just become a strong and courageous woman that you are designed to be. So if that sounds like you, that sounds like something you would like to explore more, then reach out to me at Coach Michelle Porterfield at gmail.com or you can come over to the Set Free Sisterhood Facebook group and just message me directly through there and I would love to set up a consultation with you and let's start our journey. I would love to get to know you. All right, so here's what I did. I, I really have been diving deeper into negative thinking in the sense of, you know, I know it has completely changed my life to shift my mindset. I know this for a fact because I've experienced it and continue to experience it. And what has not changed has been the way life goes and daily ins and outs and circumstances. That didn't, that didn't do anything. You know, it wasn't that, oh, well, once this gets better, I'll think about it more positive. Or once this happens, I'll be happy. It really started with me and my thinking. So I thought, you know, I know I feel better. I have more energy. I am, you know, making better choices in general. So does negative thinking really affect people physically? Like, would it affect our physical health? And oh my goodness, I started digging. And this is what I found. So I'm just going to read various information of several articles that I found, whether it was from scientists or doctors or just a mental health practitioner And you just take it, take it and run with it. And I um, challenge you when you're curious about things like this, if you don't necessarily know that it's true, um, which I will say, I'm going to bring to you what I read and how I source it and what I believe. But I always say, girl, go find out yourself too. Dig deep if you're curious and want to know. So scientists seem to think that negative thinking is very bad for your brain. Researchers at King's College in London found that repetitive negative thinking may increase your risk for Alzheimer's disease. Wow. Remember, at this time, there is no cure for Alzheimer's, so this deserves your attention. That was an exact statement. So the study found that a habit of prolonged negative thinking diminishes your brain's ability to think, reason, and form memories, essentially draining your brain's resources. And I'm going to throw a little side note on that too, especially when I was wrapped in the um, clutches (laughs) of daily drinking. I would say that that's huge as far as the memory goes anyway. When you layer alcohol on top of this, because a lot of times we we just got to realize, ladies, I mean, we're thinking negatively anyway, because we're thinking that we can't handle stress or he is, you know, not supporting me at home or these kids or whatever, these excuses that we do tend to make. But here's the thing is that that negative thinking is there and then we layer it with a toxin, um, which, as we know, does the trick in the moment. But over time, it really affected my memories. And, um, you know, I've, I've also worked with many women. I, too, myself went through seasons of truly blacking out and not even remembering chunks of time. So this is super important of how it affects our brain. Another study reported in the Journal of American Academy of Neurology that cynical thinking also produced a greater 
risk of dementia. Wow, this, this stuff is just, I already read this. <laughs> now that I'm saying it out loud and sharing it with you, I'm like, golly, this is crazy. All right, so negative attitudes and feelings of helplessness and hopelessness can create chronic stress. We know that which upsets the body's hormone balance. It depletes the brain chemicals required for happiness and damages the immune system, right? So we know it dampens our enthusiasm, our motivation. It contributes to like indecision, procrastination, and then it just really can derail our entire lives, okay? So um, most doctors... Um, have found, I don't know about most, but some doctors, it says, have found that people with high levels of negativity are more likely to suffer from degenerative brain diseases, cardiovascular problems, digestive issues, and recover from sickness much slower than those with a positive mindset. Now, I mean, I could say, check, I'm done. I'm going to switch my thinking today, right? Well, it's not always that easy. This is a process. This is something I teach. This is something you can do research on. Um, there's been a lot of conversation and a lot of studies on this. So we know that negativity can be a product of depression, insecurity. It can stem from illnesses, life events, personality problems, of course, substance abuse. But it can also become a habit. We can really get into um, where we're just... We criticize a lot. We have cynical thoughts. Um, and then denial can create these neural pathways in the brain that encourage this, encourage the sadness. So here's the thing. If we talked about this a little bit with the, um, the train conversation, if you listen to that podcast about how it's the same thing, we can call them paths, we can call them grooves, we can call them tracks. Anything we do on repeat creates these grooves in our brain. And so it recre creates more of the cycle, right? So if, if this can happen with the negativity, then here's the great thing about the future and the possibility that it will and can happen with positive thinking as well. We can create new grooves. So here's, how, here's some, just some ways um, this particular article pulled up about the types of negativity. And I just want you to listen. I'm not going to read all of them. But I want you to listen to a few I felt like jumped out and just think, it's like, hmm, is this something that I do on a regular basis? Or is this something that I have experienced? Or, you know, it could be that you are in a great place, that you have overcome this. You're kind of in the stage I'm at where you've really, really worked hard and it's, it's something that you continue to work on because this is a lot, this is kind of like that, um, it's a lifestyle change, right? It's a lifestyle goal to continue to shift our thinking in order just to become stronger. Um, so our brain is healthier and stronger. But here's some types. Cynicism, and that's basically a general distrust of people and their motives. Um, what about filtering? Filtering is described as only noticing the bad in what should be a happy experience or memory, right? Now, I've seen this in others. And um, not to get off on a whole nother conversation, but I will say that some of us have uh, the ability to lean more positive or to lean more negative. And that has to do with a lot of times how we were raised, our culture and like our family unit. So if you have been raised in a situation where that was just kind of like modeled to you, 
then yeah, this might be a little bit more challenging for you, but it's not impossible because the thing is, is once you're aware and you see the truth and you see the science and you see the possibility, then it's on you to make the change and to not allow the past to layer you. But I've heard this. I've, I've heard someone tell a story, right? And I see it like, oh, cool, that's neat. And then the only thing they tend to notice is the negative and the what went wrong, okay? That's called filtering. So what about jumping to conclusions, assuming something bad will happen because of the circumstances in the present? I also call that um, sometimes that worst-case scenario thinking, right? Or that could be uh, catastrophizing. Sometimes we're wired that way, and that's something we have to fight for. Um, honestly, my husband thinks that way. Like, I typically lean more on the what I can see, you know, the positive side of things. Even in the, in the years where I wasn't where I'm at now, I still, t I typically had that more positive shift in me, which I'm so grateful for. And he is, you know, um, very loving and can be positive. But the way his brain works is if we're talking about a situation or circumstance or maybe future thinking about something with the kids in college or needing a car or whatever, he typically goes more to the, oh no, this side of it, like what if this happens or what if this doesn't happen or things like that. So this is something that we've had to just kind of work on in our communication with each other as well, which is super important because more than likely you and your spouse are not on the same page with your like mindset and focus and communication. If you are, that's, a, that's amazing because I really do believe most of the time opposite, opposites attract. And that's something you have to grow and learn together. So here's another one. Blaming. Blaming others and feeling that you are a victim to life's uncontrollable events. Have you experienced that? Is that you or do you know someone like that that's just constantly blaming? Um, this one too, I thought this was interesting. It's called fallacy of change. The thinking that if people or circumstances change, you can then be happy. And that's kind of what I was saying a little earlier was, you know, um, you hear this a lot. Well, if I lose 20 pounds, then I'll feel better about myself. Or if I get that job, then I'll be happy. Or if we're able to pay off our debt, I'll feel more content. You know, those things are great. They are awesome in themselves. But not if you believe that the only way you can be fulfilled and feel this contentment is if it, you get it. Because I guarantee you, it will not happen. That feeling will maybe be there temporarily, right? That's how that works. We get there and we're like, yeah, I made it to this goal. Sometimes we don't even give our times, ourselves time to celebrate. Sometimes we do. And then immediately we're on to the next thing. Oh, well, now that I've got this... I really want to um, have a new car. If I've got this job, I want the car. Well, if I paid off debt, then I've got, you know, my next thing is like, I really want to have this big chunk of money saved in the bank. Or I want to be able to take my kids on this crazy, awesome vacation. So I'll be happy when I get there. Okay. So how does negativity affect the body? So we have already heard that the brain, there's some serious issues that happens there. But what about health problems as well? Well, some of the common effects... From this information say headaches, chest pain, fatigue, upset stomach, sleep problems, anxiety, depression, social withdrawal, and drastic 
changes in metabolism. Of course, prolonged neg negativity also really hurts mental health, which we know this, which could make individuals likely turn to smoking or substance abuse as a way of coping. So it's really clear how this in itself is a huge game changer for our lives and for our future and for our family. Just think about it. If we are, if we're sitting in this place of this negativity and not only is it, uh, could be affecting our brains, it could be affecting us physically. It's affecting how we're like oozing it out on other people. <laughs> for some reason, I've, I've used the word ooze a lot in several episodes, but I just feel like that's what happens. You know, like if I'm going to be oozing something, I want it to be joy. I don't want it to be negativity and affecting even the people I'm around. So just think about it. Let's just say you're one of those I mentioned just a few minutes ago about maybe you grew up in a situation and you were modeled sort of negative thinking or the, you know, the half empty glass kind of feeling or, you know, well, it's just because of this, you know, this circumstance or these neighbors or, you know, you just grew up in that. Well, what if, what if you now know that you have the ability to make that change and that shift for your family. You can change it. This is your time. This is your opportunity to really leave a legacy of truth and positive thinking. All right? So there's different ways to overcome it. Um, this is something that, like I said, I work on. But as this article says, you know, it just basically says learn to recognize what's real. See the both good and the bad in the world. And the more you become uh, a realistic optimist, the more you'll be able to focus your energy on the positive. You know, it's quite silly, too, to be uh, over positive when it's kind of sickening, right? We need to be realistic, too. Live in the moment. Choose to be positive. There's there again, like creating that new habit. If the other um, pathways are negative, we can start to fill those up. And uh, flatten those out and create these new pathways of positivity. And then really put it into action. And then here's a big one to spend time with uplifting people. Negativity is contagious. So if you have those in your life that just are just constantly negative and kind of pull, you know who they are. They're energy suckers when you get around them. And it is contagious. So if you're feeling low and you're already struggling in your relationship or struggling with finances, you go to talk about this with this person and they're like, they make you feel worse by the end of the conversation. You might want to minimize the time you're around with them and really seek people that are going to encourage you and lift you up. Not people that pretend that your problem's not real and that layer all this ooey gooey positive you know what on top of it? Somebody that says, hey, I hear you and I see you and I understand that you're struggling right now and let's look at what opportunities that we have. Let's celebrate. Let's have gratitude. Let's praise. Let's um, move our bodies, increase our energy, and let's even work out a plan. Like you can have this junk going on and still be able to work out a strategy and a plan in a positive way so you can begin to make progress. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed researching it because I had really no idea that it was that big of a deal when it comes to possible dementia and some serious health problems. So love you ladies as always. Until next time, stay blessed. 
Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often, I will read reviews and give shout outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.